0: Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. The following is the live call-in show from this past Sunday night, August 7th, 2022. During the next hour, we take your phone calls. As Scott joins me, and we discuss the Disney news of the week, including some changes to genie plus that might affect your next walt disney world vacation and then we open up the phone lines and get a great review of the new grand floridian villas from michael down in charlotte and we also have a discussion on where to find some of the best old fashions on property which i have no experience with that but scott and michael have some great suggestions if you're looking for one of those bourbon based drinks we get a call also from all the way in Sydney, Australia, from a great listener who is headed to the Halcyon, to the Star Wars Hotel. And also coming over for three weeks to we talk about the logistics of traveling halfway around the world, some of the highlights of that trip coming on. It's a really fun show. Lots of great Disney talk coming your way. Don't forget today's podcast, always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. Whether you're headed to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney, the experts are standing by right now to help you plan that vacation for no cost to you. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's com slash Amazon. And a huge shout out to our patrons who support the show each and every month. We could not do this without you. Our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us and support the show, please help us out. Come over to patreon.com slash podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Hey, 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 everybody, welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, August 7th, 2022. How you doing? We are live here on Facebook and YouTube and glad to have you joining us in the live chat. We have lots of folks tuned in from all across the United States and even outside the United States. So thanks for spending some of your Sunday evening or afternoon with us. we got a lot of West Coasters with us. Uh, We're glad to have you here, and we're going to be taking your calls here in just a second at 407-413-9395. That is the magic phone number again, 407-413. It's actually WDW5 if you're old school. And I just found out actually today on a CNET tweet that here in St. Louis, we have a telephone museum uh, in South St. Louis. It's about uh, 30, 35 minutes here from my house, and they have all the way back from the very first telephones up to the vintage telephones uh, and they even have some of the early like brick cell phones so if you want to go with a vanity number i thought about that today because i did pay extra for that about 10 years ago it's 407-413-WDW5 but nobody knows about that anymore so just call however you like and uh you'll be talking to my buddy up in michigan who was at the beach yesterday joining us to talk disney scotty g what's up scott hope you have a good weekend
2: Having a great weekend. Uh, Emily was up at a cottage with a friend. So Elizabeth and I just had like a date weekend. We went to this new place uh, called The Graduate. Uh, I, th- I sent you a photo. So it's a rooftop bar that looks down over Michigan State's campus and Spartan Stadium. Really cool spot. and might get this like all the rooms are like themed to like Michigan State. So whatever hotel room you get is going to have like all this Michigan State memorabilia and stuff. And it's uh, really cool for like game days for like people that are coming back. You know that former graduates hence the name of the graduate so cool spot beach was awesome but going on those phones like i don't know about you but like old phones make like really good cool artwork like we have the old like mickey phone as like an art piece like on display in our house like something about phones and just Going back into the day, I think they make pretty cool art. Like, you see them a lot of antique stores and such. So pick up an old phone for a piece of art in I, your
0: home. I agree. I'm gonna, I had no idea this was a thing. Like, so Southwestern Bell was the, the telephone company here in St. Louis for years and years. And apparently a bunch of, you know, like old, you know, former employees that are now retired that don't have much else to do. They put this together and they've been working on it for like a decade and it just opened. And they showed some pictures. I think I retweeted it on my uh, Twitter account at Guess Mike and uh, it's it's pretty amazing though to look back because like you know like i had a, one of a couple of the phones in the pictures cuz i remember cuz i think everybody could go back to see you're you're a little bit, you're younger than me but you know cuz like the thing was when i was in middle school and high school it was a big deal to get a phone in your room now we're not talking cell phones we're talking like right. the regular house landline but i remember the one year i asked at christmas for the big it was just a you know it was, it was it was tied to our home phone number and I, it, again it's gone but I still remember it but it was it was just a jumbo phone and it had like the jumbo numbers they're probably like one yes. inch square and I thought it was the coolest thing ever I never had a Mickey phone I always wanted one but I had the jumbo phone that you could hit and then after that when I got the Sports Illustrated football phone remember that you got with the Sports <laughs> yes. Illustrated I have one of those, and then. <laughs> I also had one that had redial, which was key because I won many uh, radio contests with that one. You know, just random nice. like movie tickets. And stuff. Yeah. So do you have any memories? I remember the home? old, like,
2: Zach Morris, like, cordless phone, too. Like, that was, like, kind of, like, what I was growing up with. But I definitely mean, I used to call him, like, my grandma's phone because she had, like, the big jumbo dial pads and i always joke because oh her sight's going bad so she needs like the jumbo numbers but that's just how the phone was yeah
0: you know, i mean so. look and by the way jennifer's asking it's down at jefferson barracks memorial uh, it's one in one of the old buildings at jefferson barracks down there at uh 55 and telegraph i believe it is so they're on the uh the army base actually so check it out and uh i'm gonna get down there and check that out myself but hey, that reminds me when i saw it it reminded me of pop century obviously because of the mickey phone but uh right. it's kind of an interesting thing so we're gonna jump in and talk, Disney. It's kind of a light Disney Newsweek. Um, we did have one story that Ricky put up over at the mouseforless.com. A few changes over there to Genie Plus. Uh, so Genie, I, I don't know what you know what Disney's thoughts are on this. I guess it's maybe to get more volume in the regular uh, Genie Plus system inventory for folks that are buying Genie Plus and and removing some from the individual Lightning Lane. Cause right now, as of August seventh. We're only going to have a few individual lightning lanes that are left, and that's going to be one at the Magic Kingdom. You're going to have Space Mountain. No, wait, is that right? No, no it should be. It, no, Space gone. Mountain
2: was one, but it's going to continue being part of like Genie Plus. So right. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train will continue to be the individual lightning.
0: That's lane. what I'm seeing. And then for that, under the the same lines, Epcot, you got Frozen Ever After, Ratatouille, uh, Runaway Railway over at the Studios, and Everest over at Animal Kingdom. So those will no
2: longer be individual lightning lanes because. It was, like, for the summer, right? They were going to, like, extend that out. Oh, yeah, you know, that'll be part of regular Genie+. Plus. And then I think the date was supposed to be, like, early in August when they were supposed to go back to individual light lane. But they scrapped that and said, hey, yep, we're going to continue this with the Genie+. Plus So all good news, I feel like, with that.
0: So would you rather – I mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, with – with individual lightning lanes you're you're almost you're paying extra right but you have the yep. option to almost grab that right it's almost like something you're it's almost like a guarantee you're going to pay a lot of extra but you're going to have a guarantee uh, and I'm all for throwing them in the in the the general pool in Genie Plus because if I'm paying 15 bucks I want to have more options to do I'm for this but I bet you some people might say I'd rather have more things in individual lightning lane just so that I can if I want to yeah. do that, I have that availability where now that option is gone. I, I don't know how people fall on that.
2: Correct. Some people might, but like for regular guests, like you and me and a lot of the listeners of the show, like I rather not pay whatever it is that rides space mountain and now just wait in the line or try my chances with genie plus. So I think it's a big win for most regular park goers, but yeah, for those one time only that just want to go all in and buy all the attractions like that would, yeah. Cause you're basically guaranteeing your spot where, you might go for Space Mountain, and then the earliest time you get a six PM or something that be, might be inconvenient. But you're not paying the 10, ten, twelve, fifteen dollars or whatever it may be. So I think it's good.
0: Let me ask you this, okay? So let's go rise the resistance on a busy summer day. So you're going down in a couple of weeks, right? So when do you go down, your trip's coming. I'm going to be
2: I'm, I'm going to be wrapping up a Liberty Tree Tavern meal a week from tonight. So
0: okay, so you'll be, be there down there next week. Okay, so. You're down there next week. Say it's kind of busy. It's a little bit busier than you expect. I, I don't think it'll be as, you know, because I think the kids go back to school in Florida, at least. I think tomorrow is a recording. I think on Monday I saw one of the meteorologists that I follow down in Orlando say it's back to school week, you know, and they did the back to school forecast. So I think you're going to be in pretty good shape. A lot of the sc- I saw some Alabama schools were back in school last week. Um, so I think you're kind of hitting the end of summer there. People are going back in the south. But what if the crowds are big? Like what is the maximum you would pay for say rise the resistance for your family? Cause you're in a different situation because you've been on all these rides yeah. many, many times. Would you go ten bucks? Would you go fifteen? I mean, are are you just going it's down fun. to swim in the pools because it's so hot? I mean, what, what's your I strategy? mean, honestly,
2: after that magical trip we just had at Disneyland, like I felt like we just did everything a month ago, Mike, attraction wise. So When you think of the priorities, pool is priority number one, (laughs) for sure. And at Coronado, you got all the awesome quiet pools. The big site is sweet, too. But um, you actually hit the number on the head. Like, I would be willing to pay $10 to do Rise for my family, so $30 total. Um, And that's partly because, too, we didn't do it when we were at Disneyland. You know, like, we never got over to Galaxy's Edge. We didn't need to because we were having so, so much fun hitting everything else up, you know. So... Um, yeah, I would, I would pay 30 would be my max, but I can see someone, another family, you know, going 15 to 20, somewhere in that range if they'd never done it before.
0: That's interesting because it, it it floats, right? I mean, just like, it's just like baseball. It's like that variable pricing, you know, the Cardinals played the Yankees this weekend. So obviously tickets were super expensive and then when the pirates roll through, I mean, it's nothing against the pirates, but the demand isn't there, you know, people don't want to watch the pirates or the Rockies, you know, they just don't have the draw of, you know, we hadn't seen the Yankees in St. Louis since 2014. You got Aaron Judge, you know, hitting bombs everywhere. And it was just one of those things, you know. So it is, you know, it's going to be one of those things. It depends on the crowds. depends on the demand. I like it. I mean, because I think that is, is we, you know, if you're there in September and they offer individual lightning lanes, it, it it only works, though, if they make it work both ways. If they don't like, you know, leave it at 15 bucks and never go down and, you know, jack it up to 22 when it's busy. You know what I'm saying? It needs to go down yeah, to nine yeah. sometimes. Like in, I'm wondering if anyone's ride.
2: tracked that. I'm sure there's a site somewhere that's tracked that. Like, how low have these gone? Like, have they gone below the initial price? Because this would be the time, right, you're saying. like, Because I agree. Like, I think the week I go is going to be lower because a lot of schools in the south are going back to school. It's our last week of summer, which is why we're going partially. And then, yeah, it's just hot, <laughs> you know? Like, it's just like that. It's the... It's the Tigers versus the Pirates situation right now. No one wants to see that game, so let's drop the tickets for Rise of Resistance down to $8. I don't think they'll ever go that low, but that would be sweet. And like, I think they would get more interest in it that way.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're going to get more people going through. You're going to make, it's better to make the eight bucks per person. than you know, not get hardly any interest. I don't know. Right. They got the economics and they figured it out, but. but it'd be
2: interesting. You know what, Mike, I'm going to follow that when I'm down there to see if it's like sold out every day. Cause that, that'd be the trick or two. Like, is it, is it, if it's selling out every day, then they don't need to lower the cost.
0: check cosmic rewind too, because we're seeing there's a lot of availability for quite a while on that, which, you know, yeah. at first for the first month it wasn't, but now it's kind of sticking around.
2: That'd yeah, it's kind of funny so my strategy for because you know you got to do the park reservations and i never know what to do mike sometimes like with the park reservations like with the fast pass was it still like basically making a park reservation but you were thinking about which attractions you were going to do and not really thinking like i'm reserving my park here because you didn't necessarily have to go to that park so it's funny like when i booked reservations for this with cosmic rewind being the new thing i i'm heavy on epcot like three maybe even four of the eight eight or nine days like i booked epcot because i want to make sure we got to do that but looks like I shouldn't have a problem, so I might be moving some things
0: around. But that's the beauty of the park hopper, though, too, because, you know, you can right. just go wherever you want in the evenings. Which but I usually just, like to
2: end my night at Epcot, that's that's and I think point. you kind of feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: It's a good place to have dinner, you know, especially got, I mean, it's crazy to think this, I mean, but Food and Wine Festival's been going on for almost a month already.
2: <laughs> yeah. Emily, so Emily asked me that the other day. She's like, so what, so there's probably no festival going on at Epcot right now. I'm like, no, actually, Food and Wine's going on. She's like, how is anyone supposed to eat, like, the cheddar cheese soup right. from La Salle in, like, 100 degrees? Like, that's, you don't. <laughs> that's, what, that's Because, I mean,
0: I, honestly, I remember back when we used to do, we called it, you know, Epic October. We went down. That Actually, it was the last weekend of September. as so we went down, and it was for the Tower of Terror race. And that was always the preview. On Thursday was the preview for Food and & Wine. And then it started that weekend while we were there. And, uh, God, it was so hot then, like it was so hard to eat the foods. And that was the last weekend of September moving into October. And I mean, this started, you know, a couple days after the 4th of July, you're exactly right. I understand that they want to have festivals and stuff, but to, you know, the more I've thought about this and I, I know that this started because like they were reopening the park in the middle of July and they were yep. trying to get everybody's exci- excited about, it. but if you make the festivals last all the time there's not such an urgency. Cause I mean, I've heard Len talk about this on their show. It's almost like they have a reset halfway through the food and wine festival. Like they have some of these booths have like a, a menu that yes. switches up halfway through. I think that's too long. Like, I think the, this should be a fall festival. And it should yeah. start, you know, maybe it, like around football season, not early football season, maybe like, you know, mid September, late, like it used to, I think that makes it more yeah.
2: special. I agree. And then it's frustrating if you're there and you're only getting a parcel festival. So like, if I'm there in like next week and then because I remember like yes, they had like an ESPN like Monday night football booth where they had like like game day food yes, and like oh yes. well that doesn't yeah. open till October. I'm like, well that's kind of a bummer. Like I'm here <laughs> right now for the festival. Like and I guess that's how they get locals or get you to come more than once. Like, oh yeah, my favorite booth doesn't open till October. But I don't know. I'm i kinda with you on that. Like I wish it would just go all in, right? If you're gonna have the festival, just have all the boots ready to go. And it should start in October. It really should. It's just it doesn't feel right when it's the summer I and mean, like it it's doesn't. July and it's food and wine. It doesn't feel right to me,
0: but it's gotta, I mean, it, obviously it all gets back to money. I mean, it, it, it has oh, yeah. to, just make so much money between July and mm-hmm. when they used to open it at the end of September that they're like, we can't leave that. Yeah, Cause we it can be it like,
2: think about you, like as a teacher, right? You always win the summer. So if you think about like a teacher's schedule, like they never got to experience food and wine unless they did like some long weekend or something. So guess gives you know the people that do the summer trips only that experience you know and so that's somewhat of a plus
0: i see that but then again like it, it also enticed me to somehow make it happen that i got down there in the fall at least once at some point i mean really? i didn't get to go oh yeah the you year. made a way you found a way yeah, exactly <laughs> i mean i got a new job but <laughs> you know those things like i made it happen because i wanted to go to the festival i mean it was one of those things but yeah this one is extremely long but yeah, yeah what happy. is your
2: fest? what what is your festival though like you remove all the festivals but one which one are you keeping
0: I like I Festival doubt. of the Arts, honestly, really, because the thing is, like, food and wine, to me, it's it's the most busy, like, w- at least when I'm there. And I'm typically only there for food and wine over the wine and dine race weekend. And that race weekend, at least it used to be. And, again, I only, I've only went for a couple days. <laughs> I went for a couple hours last year. And before that, I haven't gone for the last few years. And um, the thing was, like, when I used to go to that race, especially when it was a night race, That weekend was it it turned into insanity, like because the thing was, it was like the perfect storm. Right. That weekend, if you thought about it, and it still kind of is most of these things. It was the wine and dine race weekend. So you got all the runners for the first event of the year for Run Disney. You had Jersey week going on. It's Veterans Weekend. So everybody, you know, all these federal employees and all these school, school districts are on three day weekends. It was just, it was, yeah, I think it was the last weekend of the festival, too. It was usually the last weekend
2: of the festival. It was just, I mean,
0: because I remember one time I was meeting somebody to exchange like uh, something with Run Disney, like a bib or something. Yeah, Eugene. (laughs) I was exchanging something to Eugene, uh, and I just had to go from, I think I had to go from like World Showcase over to the land or something, and I am not kidding. It was like, it it was New Year's Eve crowds. It was, I, it took me like over an hour to get from, I think, Japan to the land because the crowds were so insane and that was the last time I went because I'm like this is I don't mind crowds like 4th of you know 4th of July I'm there New Year's Eve it's all fun you get better fireworks it's just the party of the thing but it was you know I, I'm not even a foodie like I was just like all this is hot it's it's crazy busy there's no extra fireworks there's food that I'm not really going to eat you know I just eat the normal things and then I was like you know I'm just kind of out for it so I sat out the wine and dine race weekend for a few years for that but yeah. The Festival of the Arts at least is cooler. It's not such an extravagant festival. And it's quick. I mean, it's it's like a few weekends and it's in, it's out, it's very visual. Yeah. It's got good food. It's got good music, got good entertainment, it's got it all.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like that one a lot. I would say it's my second favorite because I love the I, I'm an artsy guy, you know. We love the arts, you know, we love the performances that they do with that too. There's like they'll bring in like singers, you know, like the then you got the the sidewalk talk, you know, and then the, there's the food element too, but Flower and garden will always be number one for me because Epcot like never looks prettier in my opinion, like with the topiaries, all the flower beds around and then there's the food element there too. So and it's just, it always brings the hope that like for me being from Michigan, like when I go down there, like in March or whatever, I see like flowers, it brings yes. hope to me, Mike. <laughs> that Amen. spring actually will come to Michigan at some point. That's exactly um, how I feel
0: too. Yeah. I'm like, Oh so my gosh. Number one. It's so nice to smell flowers and see something yeah. green rather than sloshy yeah. snow. Right. It, yeah. it just feels, And I'm right. sure it's a lot of
2: work, right. To, to like maintain those flowers all the time, but man, I wish it would just do it like 365 days a year. Cause like Epcot looks so pretty during the flower and garden festival.
0: All right. So, again, the phone number, if you want to call in or else we're just going to talk here for about the next 45 minutes, is 407-413-9395. Now, we're not going to dive into Scott's trip because I kind of want to talk about that for this week, kind of preview what he's going to be happening. He's got a lot happening. He's going to be in the swimming pool most of the time. But, I mean, he's got to come out sometimes or else will be too pruned up, right? So, sure, we we'll yeah. see how that goes. Or too burnt. Or too burnt. <laughs> right? he's from, you're from Michigan. All right. We got a call. So, let's get this call in here. I think uh, line two. And uh, call, it. you're on the line. Who's joining us?
1: hey mike and scott this is michael and charlotte
0: hey michael what's going on thanks for calling in
1: good i had to mute my uh speaker here and now i need to stop watching the screen or i'm going to be all kind of messed up here look at
0: that you're pro man it's like the old uh, am radio days where they'd be like caller mute your mute your radio
1: Turn down the dial. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. what's going on how are you guys doing doing great yeah we were celebrating a uh my nine-year-old's birthday is tomorrow, so we went out for pizza and ice cream and uh, so I just just got in and, and tuned in here. That's a great combo, man. like pizza and ice cream is
2: you're, you're speaking my language right there, Michael, I
0: love that combo. say, man Scott and I would have been there and just ditched
2: the show tonight if we'd yeah, have it would, for us. like I would have booked a flight to Charlotte man. <laughs> I should have just gave me a little bit of a notice that we would have been there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was good too. It's one of those gelato places, so they have, oh. so So I had like a coconut almond chip. Uh, you know, just it's good, good flavors there.
0: What, what's the birthday uh, child's first name? So we can give him a, give him or her a shout out.
1: Her name is Sterling, like S- the silver. There
0: you go, Sterling. Happy birthday! Happy ninth birthday! And have a great school year this year.
1: I, I will uh, let her tune in. I'll get it to this part because <laughs> right. her attention span is short. That's right. I, I, it I get it to this part. So is mine.
0: I... Yeah, so is mine. It's a <laughs> Thursday. She'll have to tune in. Hey, what are you want to talk about?
1: Hey, I had a. I had um, i I've, I've been catching up on some of the shows the the last couple of weeks, and I love the Tough Choices show. Okay. So I had one, and um, and I. I don't think it was on one of the the shows, but maybe someone asked them on the chat. So here it is. That someone's going to either pay for for your families, to go on a seven night tour, a seven night cruise on the Wish, um, and or, you get your annual passes for the year, and let's just assume that. You can't do the other. If you whatever one you take, you can't do the other. And they're maybe roughly the the same value. I know the cruise is a little more. The cruise is a lot more.
0: But in this on, mind, we're thinking that they're you know, the okay, same. Okay, we'll value. say we'll say yeah. like face value equal. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. Because because yeah. really values, you know, it, it's what you want out of it. Honestly, so well. Let me ask you, okay, because we'll give I, – I have an opinion. Scott, I know he has his. But what would you pick if you had to pick? Let, let's hear your reasoning and your pick, and then we'll give ours.
1: So, we ha- I've been on a Disney cruise years ago right after they started, but we have not been on one with, uh, with the kids, and that's something we want to do. We're DVC members, and we're in Charlotte, so we drive down, you know, 99% of the time. So, I think because of that uh, and knowing that we go – you know, sometimes – Three or four times a year i think for me it's the it would be the annual pass um just because i know we'd get more value out of it
2: yeah i mean it's hard
1: Speaking to speak in my out.
2: language yeah. i mean it's... i love i love disney cruise line i would i would argue that is the best disney vacation you can take like the service that like you get taken care of like you can just turn off your phone and not worry you i mean you can not worry about the outside world when you're at disneyland and Walt disney world for sure but it's to the nth degree on a Disney ship. And I just love the, like the ultimate relaxation, but I'm with you, Michael. Like if I can, if I can get my annual passes paid for, and I can get like multiple trips out of it, you know, like I'm, I think you might have me going with the annual passes here. I like that idea. <laughs> See, I think the other Mike is like, he's, he's on the fence here. He doesn't uh, know what to
0: do. I was going to go Disney wish. I mean, seven <laughs> yeah. night cruise. Cause I, and I tell everybody this and I don't hide it is that my favorite Disney vacation is a Disney cruise. I mean, there's, I love Walt Disney. I mean, I love Walt Disney World, and I really, really love Disneyland right now. I mean, it's my new, you know, it's like, it's like that meme of, the, you know, the, the guy with his girlfriend and the other girl walks by. It's like Disneyland's like that thing right now for me. And I'm like, whoa, that's like the new hotness. You know, Walt Disney World's the one on my shoulder right now. Um, but the thing is, like Disney Cruise Line it, it it when I tell people that have never sailed, like these guests that I have at the Magic for Less, I tell them, it, it's if you've never been on a Disney Cruise, if you're a Disney fan, it's the ultimate Disney experience. Plus, it's like staying in a deluxe hotel. You can eat at signature restaurants, and you're eating at good restaurants no matter what, almost signature restaurants. But you can eat at signature restaurants at sea. You're getting deluxe hotel service plus all the time. Quality entertainment, like you would go see shows around Walt Disney World. They come to you right there on the boat. And every morning, you're going to wake up at an amazing destination or have something fun going on on the ship. So it's kind of like an all-star Walt Disney World experience, but relaxing and not as physically demanding and not as hectic and stressful and all that, you know, all the the stuff you have to worry about on land. But, I mean, I get what you're saying, Michael. If you're pragmatic, like, that's the problem. I'm super practical. And I'd have to go annual pass because – Three hundred and sixty-five days you could squeeze. I mean, if you could get some great air, you know, and you can drive, you could get right. six trips out of yeah. that, seven trips out of that, where after a week, okay, well, I can go to Walt Disney World for the rest of the year. I've made a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know what else I could do.
2: And I went with the thought that since I'm I'm D V C too, Michael, I'm gonna ask you about your home resort because I'm curious about that in a second. But uh I'm blocked out because with the I don't even know what the pass is called, the sorcerer or whatever, but I call it the gold pass because that was the old D V C pass. I'm blocked out some of those. So Now they can give me the chance to go at Christmas or Thanksgiving. So like sign me up for that. I I'm convinced that's my answer. Annual passes. Yeah. I mean, it's,
1: it's, it's, I I thought about that as I was listening to um, whatever the the last one you did, I was listening to it a couple of days ago. And, and, um, but yeah, I think just the thought of a, and a lot of people probably listening to to follow the show um, that that you're just not going to go. Cause if you go to a cruise, you're you're not going to the parks either, so it's so you're basically sacrificing a year, um, of of you know kind of going to the parks, but or at least not having to pay 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 the daily ticket. Yeah, or
2: you have to pay for 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 those in addition to. Yeah, I get it. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, what I do is I typically I'll just go and stay at the hotel the night before the cruise because you know we're further away, so we got to fly in. So you know I'll stay like at a like at a Riverside the night before the cruise and then. After the cruise, we'll go back and just, you know, maybe stay at a deluxe resort for like one night, you know, like a beach club or yacht club so we can at least have a pool or that day. one cruise where
2: we did a two-bedroom yeah, for a week
0: afterwards. Oh, God, that was the best. Oh, man, because we all had annual passes <laughs> back. See, we don't, yeah. that's the problem right yeah. now. I mean, I'm in this pickle because I have an annual pass, but my family doesn't because I didn't renew them because they weren't traveling as much, and now you can't get them. So, yeah. man, good call.
2: <laughs> hey, Mike, Michael, so speaking of DVC, so what, what's your home resort?
1: If I, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, no. Um we bought a Grand Floridian resell. Um oh, nice. And and then we did we did add points on recently and we were there um late June through through the fourth. Um Mike, this was a trip I was I had emailed you about. We were there for I think eleven nights, twelve days, eleven nights, something like that. Um That's a good but trip. we stayed, Scott, we stayed in a new yeah, it was a lot of fun. We stayed in the new resort studios um, at Grand Floridian, which was, they, they were nice. Um, the way, the way they've kind of, uh, managed the space or really, um, maximized the space in there. It was, it, we're, it was impressive. Um, that's awesome. I think the kids liked it. Yeah. The kids liked it too, because we were closer to Gasparilla's and, and now, like I said, my nine-year-old and I have a 12 year old, you know, and they're getting a lot more independent. And so we we're like, yeah, you go to Gasparilla's and, um and get some food if you want and they kind of walked around a little bit but yeah it was uh they, they were they were impressive rooms uh we had a good time That's fan
2: i'd I love to hear that. this is the first person i've talked to that's actually stated one so you piqued my interest so much i actually have i have it wait listed for princess uh marathon weekend like I, I was going to go right on at seven months and I, for, I, I think I was like running like an Ellie's race 5k, like some charity event, like at, at, my, at my work and totally forgot about it. Like the alarm went off and then sure enough, it was all booked up. So I'm on a wait list. So I would love to see that come through, but happy to hear that those rooms are are great because they needed some love. I felt like so. Okie West is on the on next. I need Okie West to have those Murphy beds that they do like at Saratoga and the Riviera like in Polynesia. Now I need that. that that's next for my list.
1: Yeah, and the, these had a. I don't think I've seen these at least listed. Um, they have a. Uh, it's like a. It's like a twin couch. I don't know how to describe it. You guys may have seen them, but instead of the whole couch pulling out, it's like the top part pulls down. So it's kind of like a, a, a small Murphy bed. I don't know how to really describe it. But one of um, my nine-year-old, she slept on that. It was like a. was like her bed at home, a, a nice twin, twin mattress, and then so everybody had you know good bed space there too for that's four awesome. of us i think the polynesian like their non like
2: studio DVC rooms have that if i recall like the moana rooms i think uh because we had a friend stay with us once and i think that's what they did they kind of like flipped the the couch around or whatever and turned it into a bed and they said it was super comfortable so that that worked out really well so love love the update love the I'm just laughing because there's a comment that I to, that I need an Orlando real estate agent because I go down there so much. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: uh, yeah. love hearing that update on the
2: Grand Floridian. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, so we, we moved over after that. We moved over to the Boardwalk, um, and this is the first time we had stayed in a two bedroom there, and it was the lock off, and we enjoyed it overall. I think it, I I don't think we enjoyed it. We got pixie dusted um, about a I maybe mean, it was about a year ago and got upgraded at the beach club in a two bedroom that wasn't a lock off and that that one was a little bit nicer it just felt like we were kind of all together this yeah. you know just kind of it, it was it's still nice but it just kind of felt like the our kids were in another hotel room next to us like we had gotten two rooms
0: so let me ask you this too, about, cause it's not, I mean, those are both great accommodations, which, uh, you know, I'd had a hard time leaving with, with all the fun of the, it's not even called the Keister coaster anymore with the boardwalk and you got, you know, the Grand Floridians got great pool areas and stuff, amenities, but did wh- what, about the parks or any good meals? Like did you remind you know, you were down there about the same time we were out at Disneyland a little bit before us, but uh, any other memories from the trip?
1: Um, we did. We did try. I know it's not a park, but we we did try uh, Steakhouse Seventy One. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a really good meal there. Uh, we we kind of um, our our passes were expiring, I think on the second of um, of July, and so we knew the back half of the trip we weren't going to renew them because we had the, the, a dance thing for my oldest daughter. Was I thought it was gonna be because you took a wish trip, trip and not the annual pass. <laughs> right. go ahead.
0: Well, I'm going on a cruise. So yeah, seven night cruise. So it was a tough Disney choice, but I had yeah. to make it. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so that's why. So after so we kind of loaded up. Um, although we did one day at the when we were at Grand Floridian, we just did one day at the pool and did tie-dye shirts and just kinda and that's that's the day I think we did oh we did breakfast at Grand Floridian Cafe. And I had that lobster uh, Benedict or whatever whatever they call yeah. it there. It was amazing. Um, we and then my wife and I went back in another day and ate breakfast there while the kids were sleeping. Um, so we had a good, you know, it's just hard to have a it, it, it's hard to have a bad time at at, at the Grand. But um, and then that night, so then we stayed at the pool all day and then that night we walked over to or rode over to uh, the contemporary. So it was just a a nice chill day we're around all the you know all the magic but we weren't we didn't really have to we we weren't really that hot we stayed at the pool you know and we didn't have to fight the crowds
2: so were you there on the fourth like which resort were you at the fourth like i know you didn't have park tickets but could you see fireworks at all like because i feel like the grand Floridian would be a good spot because then you could see the fireworks you know from the resort
1: yeah yeah, we did. We did the. Uh, you can go down near the marina and see it if your room doesn't um, have a view. We just had a standard view, Scott. So, um, yeah. which I was kind of curious about the three view types in that um, building because if you think about where it's positioned, there's not a lot of standard view. I mean, you you get a lake yeah. or a pool view. and it seems like in almost all of it, but they they managed to find one room where we were kind of looking across at the other building stairwell. So I guess that's the. That's the standard, the standard room. Yeah. Um, saves you points but, though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm
2: all for the standard of the save me some points.
1: Yeah, that's right. And and we could kind of see the pool, the uh, the non-slide pool. But uh, yeah, it was um, it, it was. Good. We could see. So we saw the fireworks there. We moved over to the boardwalk. We watched the uh, Fourth of July fireworks um, kind of near Big River, and uh, so we could oh, yeah. see we could see a lot of the action, especially the, what do they call the heartbeat? Is that called the heartbeat of America? Yeah. That's yeah. the, the special one.
2: Yeah.
0: That, oh man. This first year I have is, I can't complain. I was at Disneyland, but
2: uh, yeah, is, we saw pretty good uh, fireworks on <laughs> July 4th. They have good
0: Michael. fireworks that I've got on the 4th of July. <laughs> Usually it's raining down on you. You get hit by stuff, but yeah, it was, I can't complain. Cause we were in sweatshirts and shorts. It was amazing. <laughs> it was not hot.
3: Well, Hey,
1: I, Hey, Scott, let me ask you a question. And Mike, I, you know, feel free to answer this too, but I know on some of the shows, this might be more in Scott's wheelhouse. Where, where's your favorite place to get an old fashioned at Disney? That's, that's, Ooh, great that's, question. That, that
0: is definitely Scott's wheelhouse. No, you'll never offend me. Go, that's that's <laughs> yeah. all Scotty G right here. <laughs> and I have the, I have the
2: answer. My number one is actually that Topolinos Terrace at the top of the Riviera. Um and you don't even necessarily okay. need a reservation. If you're just going in and just want a cocktail while the kids are at the pool or something or whatever, like you can definitely go. I mean, depending on how the, the bar is full, but I've, usually there's a seat or two available. And what I love about it too, I mean, you know, outside of like the awesome bourbon and everything they're mixing in it, they have a cool ice cube. I know this shouldn't be the, the selling point, but I love the, they have a, you know, custom Topolino's Terrace ice cube that they put in their old fashioned, which is just the icing on the cake. Oh, nice. for me. That's, that's my favorite. Are
0: you like 10 years old? Are you yeah.
2: like are you getting I'm going to share food? a pho- I'm sharing a photo of it after the podcast <laughs> you're like, tonight like it's you're one like of my a favorites. 10 year old
0: that gets a little like the, the 50s prime time you get the little the little tinker Bell that goes on the outside of your cup that lights up <laughs>
2: <laughs> But uh no yeah, I love that question laying around the kitchen Yeah Mike, Mike, uh where's yeah, your favorite I, old fashioned? I've and never
0: what? had an old <laughs> if you ask me what an old where is a good old fashioned epic an old fashioned what? <laughs> That's
1: what I'd say. Old fashioned milkshake. I've yeah. never had one. I don't even know what an old fashioned is. I'll have you to know. try that one at uh at at Topolino. That we we usually go to the boathouse. We didn't go this time because we had been there in the spring and I think we ate there twice. So we were like, All right, let's let's do some other stuff. But um I'll tell you another we, one actually I, I just I, thought I about it. Their old fashioned.
2: I just thought of it. Um, so this one, I think, for taste-wise is better. Like, I mean, I love the just, I mean, it, the one at Topolino's tastes good, but the ice cube is just kind of fun and gimmicky. But the Edison, I'm not sure if you've ever been to the Edison. Um, I remember being there one day. It was a day we woke up, like, at 3 in the morning, and we traveled. So I was, like, super tired. We went there. had this, like, awesome grilled cheese. So I don't know if it's just, like, how exhausted I was and how thirsty I was or whatever, but that was, like, one of the best old-fashioned i ever had anywhere, not just Walt Disney World. It was at the Edison. So I highly recommend that one, too.
1: I'll have to try that. I, I I can tell you the ones at the 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 Dolphin Bar, and you can get those in the little smoke boxes. Those okay. are really good. Um, and the one in um, the one at uh, um, the Irish, uh, I can't think of the name. The the Irish place in Disney Springs. Regular. Road. Um, yeah, there you go. Raglan Road. They have they have one that they put and they actually put a piece of bacon in it. Uh, it is really okay. good.
2: I like that. Um, I just, when you were talking about the smoke, so that reminded me. So last time I was at Topolino, it was my friend, Phil, everyone knows Phil, you know, he was at the bar. The hang on, us. hang on,
0: hang on. The most
2: interesting man in the world. He is the most interesting <laughs> man in the world. <laughs> um, I think he's going on the wish next week, Mike, with the Teresa. I think out, their, yeah. it's their anniversary. Yeah, um, but happy, anyway, happy
0: anniversary. so I meet him
2: up at the bar and so he's already talking with the bartender because he's the most interesting man. He makes <laughs> friends with everyone instantly. He does. And. And so I ordered the Old Fashioned and Phil's like, no, you got to do it like how I did it. So so he did like have a smoky thing that he did, you know, like how they could smoke the glass and all that. Like, actually, I'll actually post the video of how he poured this Old Fashioned. And Michael, you're going to want to book a trip or drive down there tomorrow oh, to yeah. get this drink. I'm telling you. i want to get too. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it Yeah, And just the whole presentation was unbelievable, which made the Old Fashioned taste even better, right, when it has a cool presentation. I'm going to share that on my social media after the live show tonight.
1: Awesome. awesome. I, I, I'll tell you one more story about that. We we were in Louisville a few years ago, me and some buddies, and we did a um, a, a distillery tour at uh, Rabbit Hole um, um, Distillery, and their bourbon's really good. Uh, it's, it's a little more of um, kind of a boutique uh, bourbon at this point. as The facility is not, not very big, but at the top, after you did your tasting, there was a bar. And it was just like the, the, those craft uh, cocktails. And if you got a Manhattan, um, they would give you, like, you'd have a full glass of it. And then they'd give you a little carafe, and he'd pack, like, ice all around it. And he'd hand it to you so you could take that. It was, like, I mean, it was re- just really cool. And we sat up there, like, on a, on a balcony and just were kind of looking at Louisville and just kind of hanging out. But, um, but that was kind of one of the more, more interesting Manhattan, old-fashioned you know, type presentation. That sounds
2: it. awesome. <laughs> that sounds really yeah. great. Yeah. Mike, did you know we're going to be talking about old fashions tonight? I love hey, this. I, man, you I, never so, know what's going to happen hey, on a
0: Sunday. You you learn something. I mean, I feel bad because you know I'm a, I grew up Baptist. Man, we're talking about bourbon on a Sunday night. But I mean, hey, we're good.
1: <laughs>
0: if my dad's hey, watching, I, I'll I'm say, sorry. Say
1: one other thing, Mike, and then and then I'll uh, let some others come okay. in. I, 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 we did get a uh, a guardian's pass, so that was the first time for all of us. Um, I think my 12 year old, she loved it. That's just her favorite ride now. Both my wife and I said that we, we thought it was like one of the best rides we've ever been on, but we may not go on it again. That, you know, that's <laughs> just, exactly my sentiment.
0: That's I lo- I thought it was crazy cool, but I just don't know, man, if I can take it. Like, it's just, if it would have gone, I guarantee if it had gone 30 more seconds, I'd have puked. I, I would have, I, I couldn't have held 30 more Maybe 15 seconds more, but I was so glad when that thing came back in the station. And I'm like, I'm not tempting fate because I could have ridden that thing as many times I wanted for six hours. i was like, nope, I'm done. It was cool. It was awesome. (laughs) I'm not getting back on that bull. You know, like I was like, I felt like I was at the rodeo and I just got the eight second ride. i made it. I am not getting back on Fu Manchu or whatever Tim McGraw sings about in that one song. It ain't happening. (laughs) I'm done. It was cool. I survived.
1: And I don't, I don't get motion sickness. Um, you know, very, very much and that not at the rides at Disney. And, um, and I got off of that. I was a little wobbly me. I, I mean, it took me, a, it took me probably a good 20 yards to get, feel like I had my feet under me, you know? Yeah. It's, it does. But, hey, I did hear, sorry, you know, speaking of, cause I just thought if you were down there for the media event, and I don't know if this was true or not, but one of the DVC, um, guys, cause we were, we kind of, my nine year old and I, we, we, um, split off one day to go, while our other one was the dance, we went off to go play around at the Riviera, and so she wanted to see the big, the big three bedroom. So we did that, and I was talking to the guide, and I was telling him about Guardians, and he said that they had to dial it back after Media Day. I don't know if that's if that's true or not. Um, could be like a bus driver rumor, but uh, yeah. he said they yeah. they were a lot of people were getting sick. You know, I, I did from hear the a media lot of people things, were. so they dialed it back.
0: There was a lady that was, I mean, they were taking her off in a wheelchair, the the, the, the train after me. I, I know that because, like, I saw him rushing in with a wheelchair to get this lady off. And she was, I mean, this was media, and it was, like, international media, too, when I was there. Like, there were a lot of folks that didn't speak English, and they were doing their press shots right out, you know, under the, I don't know what that spaceship's called. You know, the, the, the spaceship that's out front because it's very yeah. visual. So they had, like, all kinds of, you know, media set up with their camera crews and stuff, and a lot of people speaking different languages from other parts of the world. But this lady behind us, man, she was not in good shape. So I, you know, of course, I haven't been on it since that day. So I can't tell you. I mean, not that I, like just like I said, I don't know that if I ever will. But it, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that they can scale it back. But I mean, the thing is, is that here's what I say about a thing like Guardians: is that not every ride's going to be for every person. I don't care if it like if it's crazy and it makes me a little ill, that, that doesn't mean they got to scale it back. It just means it's not for me. You know I mean? I'm I'm also, you know, a 48 year old dude, 21 year old Mike might've loved it. And I shouldn't take that away from all the 21 year old <laughs> people or, you know, 70 year old grandmas that are just like, bring it on, man, you're weak, Mike, you know, I don't, whatever, <laughs> you know, it like just, every ride won't be for every person. So you don't always have, you know, I hope they don't change the experience too much. Yeah. Yeah. I thought
1: that was interesting. I'd forgotten about that. And he seemed like, you know, he was, he he lived, he lived around there. They they go all the time and he was kind of plugged into the doing what he was doing for a living. But, but you know, it could be like again, yeah, it yeah. could just be a rumor that that was going around.
0: Yeah. that's right. you called it those, probably bus driver rumor, but those are always the best. I mean, if it wasn't for bus driver, <laughs> driver rumors, we'd be super bored. <laughs> <laughs> My, totally. Here's a little story probably. though. Like,
2: so on Father's Day one year, Mike just like completely lost it on a bus. <laughs> Not to bust you out. Cause this guy, like this bus driver was like telling him like all these jokes or like giving everyone like a, I, it was like the slowest moving bus driver. Oh, he ever. was
0: driving two it, miles an hour, like but, all but, the way back.
2: But then like the way he was like entered, like he would never like leave a stop or whatever. So Mike like just was dedicated. I'm getting off at the first stop no matter what. We're at Coronado. I don't care if I had to walk two miles to yes. get to our room. Like, you just had enough, and you actually ended up beating us back to the room. Which I is did.
0: I, and the funny thing is, I got off at of the first stop at Coronado, and I stayed at the Grand Floridian, and I still got back to the hotel room first. <laughs> no, just kidding. But it was that bad. I'm like, dude, this guy. I love, I love your enthusiasm, dude. But I am so tired. I just want to get to my room. We don't have to sing Happy Birthday to every person on the bus. Like, let's we'll just do one big Happy Birthday, like Texas Roadhouse or something. Let's all do a Yahoo. And let's but then get we were doing way. like Happy
2: Father's Day yeah, to we everyone in. that was on the bus. Uh,
0: <laughs> we were doing half birthdays. We were doing. I mean, any like, do, is anybody? Did anybody graduate from like third grade this year? I mean, come on now. Like, let's. I just want to go to my room. Quit holding me hostage. Uh,
1: that was my favorite <laughs> moment. Sounds like he had a whole set to get through. And that oh, he like did. I, he was they, getting paid by the hour.
0: Like how long he held us hostage on that bus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Uh, hey, man, well, I, I, I appreciate you calling. You it's it's all say call anytime. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, hey, go have the leftover pizza and, and maybe yeah. a little more ice cream. And happy
2: birthday to Sterling! That's awesome. Happy ninth birthday. <laughs>
1: I appreciate that. I'll figure out next week what other non-Disney topic I can call and talk about, you know, like instead of bourbon, we'll figure out something else. Yeah,
0: do it because Scott will be down in Florida, so I'll be flying solo, so I'll need the calls. If not, man, it'll be a short show I'll be, next time. I'll, yeah. be having
2: a, I'll be having an old-fashioned, I'm going to have one a day, and like can do a review for you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do that.
0: All right, you guys have, have a good week down All in right, Charlotte. God. We'll see you later. Take care. All, All right, right, bye-bye. I got so we had a power outage. Uh, now it's working. That's weird. Yeah. So we had a power outage, not, not tonight. We had one last night, or two nights ago, and I haven't been down in the studio since because I've been working upstairs on the MacBook, and uh, I just noticed that the second, the Rodecaster, the mixer, was not <laughs> registering anything. We're still recording. Don't worry. We got the show. I'm, I'm okay. Had it. But I was like, there's no meters. We all of a sudden, I look back over, and now the meters are all gone. So what, I don't know what's going on.
2: So. Okay. So like, I, I mean, we don't have to, I mean, I guess you don't have to share it on Thursday's feed if it didn't record, right? <laughs> but.
0: Well, no, it's only, it's coming on mine, but it's like
2: maybe I just don't have,
0: oh, I'll mess with it later. But it looks like everything's going fine. So we're good. We're
2: good. No, it'll be good. So that's again, that's a great call. That was like, got a little mini trip report, like Boardwalk and Grand Floridian over uh, Fourth of July. Sounds really awesome.
0: It did sound really awesome. I mean, it, and plus, because he had emailed me about those new rooms too. So I was curious about that because very few people have been in those yet. So it yeah. sounds like they I That was the first report I heard of it. So that was great to hear. Yeah, good positive review there. All right, 407413-9395. 407-413-9395. Uh Swainsey searchers. Good to see you here in the live chat. Dennis Keithley again. Thanks for being here. William up in uh Oregon's here. Rick says that he got a sweet tea old-fashioned at Polite Pig. He said that was a decent walking drink. So
2: Polite Pig, like if you ever eaten outside a polite pig, there's like this bar that's kind of like outside. It's it's a straight up bourbon bar. like like hundreds of bourbon so like if you're a bourbon drinker like that is going to be the spot to be at i didn't even think about that i don't think i've ever gotten old-fashioned there to be honest i might have to make that happen in a couple weeks
0: definitely i mean so you're going to be down there we're going to talk about this this week i'll preview your trip nine days
2: you said earlier something like that um eight nights nine days you know so yeah so if we'll preview it here's a little little tip i'm flying to a new airport on this trip
0: okay so we're not gonna give it away but we'll yeah. talk about. Well, I, that so I okay. mean, yeah,
2: we'll yeah. talk about it. How about uh, that? We'll yeah, that. Like I mean, it. I'm going to Orlando. I mean, I'm going to be going to Walt Disney World, so there's the options aren't many. It's crazy that choose, you're flying.
0: So. I know it's nuts that you're flying to Phoenix. I mean, that's a little yeah, bit out I of know. the way, but it's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, four 939 one three nine three nine. I'm trying 407-413-939 because the calls are just rolling in tonight. Like I just I can't in. keep up. People are busy. Uh, okay, so let me. Somebody asked earlier about um, run Disney previews dead silent on spring surprise so far
2: yeah i was actually going to look up when the registration is i think it's two weeks from now like i know it's in like late to mid mid to, mid to late august right
0: yeah uh probably i How don't do we know. not have a theme by the way, I never got an email for my princess registration at all. I know you signed me up, so I know you got the confirmation, so I'm not worried about that. But You got
2: you got billed, right? Like I think I used your credit card. So yeah, be did. I didn't thing. even check. I got to look. <laughs> I, yeah, I
0: better look. I, I never checked my bill, so I should probably look at that. But, uh, yeah, I'll look and check uh, tomorrow. But, yeah, so uh, spring surprises. So there's me... a question about
2: Bengal barbecue, too, at Disneyland. Yes. yes, which So let me tell you about Disneyland, like, there's so many great food options and bangle barbecue is definitely one of them. I wanted the bacon. I wanted to do the bangle, not the bangle, the bacon wrapped asparagus. We never got there, unfortunately. So you always have to keep a little something extra, right? For your next trip. So bangle barbecue will definitely be on our next visit to Disneyland and we'll just replace that with something else we did last time.
0: But see, isn't that the saddest thing? Like you, this happens every trip, but I think it happens to every person, right? I mean, we were going to Disneyland I mean, we had five day tickets. We had the longest tickets you're allowed to get for Disneyland. Two parks, Hoppers, Genie Plus. I mean, we had we had the whole package. Yeah. So, you know, pre-trip, we're like, oh, yeah, no problem. We're going to get it all. Bangle barbecue, three times. We're going to get it all the time. But isn't that so the case? I mean, you get back and, like, the yeah. trip goes so fast. And you can only eat so many meals. We didn't, I don't think we repeated any. We didn't like, repeat I, any. I don't think we repeated um, anything. I mean, we still and, didn't get the Bengal Bar.
2: And food. I had so many that was on my list that I wanted to hit. But like, there were certain things I wanted you to try, like Carnation Cafe. I don't think we ever talked about that. We did not have the best experience at Carnation Cafe. The food was good. <laughs> the food was good. We had a good. little service <laughs> yeah. issue at Carnation Cafe. But you know what? That happens sometimes, right? You just, you know, someone could be having a bad day. You forget about it. You move on. But that was like. If there was like a down point of our trip, it was that Carnation Cafe meal, which was a bummer because I really wanted you to try that. But they no. made up with it for awesome 4th of July fireworks that night.
0: No, I, you know, I, in Carnation Cafe, don't get me wrong. I loved it. Like, I mean, just our server disappeared. Where how we, we sat
2: it. was out. I mean, we got the outdoor seating. Like yeah. I had like your family was facing like Main Street, you know, so you could just see the people walking by like, oh, man, it was. That spot is one of the coolest spots in no. all Disneyland. I'm so glad we had it though. Yeah,
0: and I mean yeah. the food was dynamite, everything. It, it, it was great. I mean, the, the server was just he 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 was just he disappeared. I don't know what happened. But I mean everybody covered for him, so it was awesome. We we're just glad we didn't see him, see him later in the trip, which we thought we might run into him at yeah, other because I, th- I thought he was trying to kill me because
2: there's like some interesting <laughs> yeah, things really in my, my Walt's chili.
0: I forgot he slipped you a little something extra, like a like a Crackerjack prize in the Waltz yeah. Chili. But <laughs> uh, yeah, tried to assassinate you, um, allegedly. But uh yeah so it's one of those things like you go around and we did kind of the best of the best. I mean we had the corn dog. Yeah. We had, you know, like you said Carnation Cafe. And but it, what's funny is I mean still it's we're a month from the trip now. You know, just we were getting back about a month ago right now and still the Hungry Bear was probably one of my favorite experiences. Yeah. Like That's I didn't awesome. even, I, I didn't even know that existed before we went out yeah. there. Like that was not on my radar. I didn't even know this place existed. It was so
2: good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. It's an under radar place. Like we like to go there. Like the, just how we did it too. Like you just walk back deeply in that upper deck You look at the rivers of America, you know, it's kind of quiet. You're outdoor. Like, Oh man, it's an awesome spot, but you know what? That's kind of to spin into how we started the show today with food and wine. That's how I feel about food and wine a lot. Like I'll go down for a trip and I'm like, Oh yeah, I got to go to this booth and this booth and that booth. Like I'll top like, I got to get this taco at the Mexican booth and blah, blah, blah. And then like you do the trip and you realize you went to, like, like the same two or three food booths because you found one item that you really liked. And then you didn't
0: try 100%. anything else. Like, hey, like, why didn't I do that? 100%. 100. It happens to me all the time. Because, you know, I don't know what it is. I guess when you're at home, you have all these grandiose plans. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, it is going to be, you know, here's how I'm going to accomplish. Eat these 17 items. You know, I got, I got I got, a week. That's not hard. Like, I can tell you get, you get home and, like, you look at your list like, I did three. You know, it's like, oh. <laughs> How did that happen? I, I mean, the time happen? speeds up when you're down there. So let me, so Rook, we'll get a couple questions here. Uh, Magical Express does not exist at Disneyland uh, or or Walt Disney World at this point. Uh, so uh, Swansy Searcher was asking about that. And do you guys do signature dining in Walt Disney World? That's a must for us each trip. I tend to not do signature dining, but Scott does. And I know California Grill is one of his favorites. What, a couple of places you like to go to.
2: Yeah, so Narcoosie's is one, like, hands down is fantastic meal you know you get the fireworks show too they are going under refurbishment right now so even over the last few trips i've tried citricos which is also the grand floridian and that is like since they've done their mary poppins returns theme i absolutely love it last time we were there it was over princess weekend and mike like i don't know if you've been up there so it's very this is like the same light layout basically as grand floridian cafe it just sits above it but um you know you go far because you know like you get seated at grand floridian sometimes you're just walking and walking and walking like am i ever going to get seated and that's how it is up there, too. And we just kept walking, and we got right to a window that was looking over the, the fireworks that night. So we had a meal. We had a great server that timed the whole meal right. And then we, ended, we had desserts hit our plate right when the fireworks started. So cool experience there at Citrico's for sure. And, I mean, I can go on. Like, Gico, Yachtsman, Flying Fish, La Yeah, I love them all. But, like, my top three are California Grill, Narcoozy's and uh, I'm going to put Gico up there. I really am a big fan of Gico. Mike, you've been the Gico.
0: Well, yeah, I I did like Gico. I liked it better because Pam Forrester was paying, but (laughs) I really like, you like Boathouse, too, and that's signature. You always forget about that, too. Uh, Boathouse is,
2: I don't think it's technically signature, but... um, It
0: isn't? I I thought it it was. No, no.
2: I don't know. Like when you think about like the signature dining, like the the two credits. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bo House is one. Okay.
0: Work. See, I don't. I get the slider. I just said those
2: bad words. Disney See, dining I plan.
0: <laughs> and I get the slider, so I go cheap. So when I go to the yeah. House, but they're so good, so I don't care. All right, we have another call on the line. Hey, he's joining us.
3: Hi, this is Nicola from Sydney, Australia.
0: Hey, thanks for calling wow, from Sydney, this is Australia. Awesome. That is awesome. We appreciate you calling. How you doing today? Today, tonight? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what time it is.
3: <laughs> it, it's 10 a.m. here in Sydney Holy on uh, Monday morning.
0: Holy cow. Well, thanks for calling. What are, what, what's on your mind? It's, we it's sure the appreciate. Monday morning show, Mike. <laughs> it,
3: is, it is. It's tomorrow <laughs> it already.
0: Is. This is great. <laughs> We're spanning time and space.
3: And I love it. It's a highlight of my uh, having to go back to work each Monday.
0: Oh, well, you just made my week. I'm going to call my dad as soon as the show's over. It is. I'll uh, blow his socks off. So Thanks, thanks for calling. What, what's on your mind?
3: Well, actually, I'm very, very fortunate to be working with Ben uh, at the Magic for Less Travel. He's
0: the best. And
3: he has uh, booked my partner and I a trip to the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser this (laughs) October. So, uh, I mean, firstly, I guess I want to say, hey, when you're ready to do that trip report, I will spill all the all the tea. <laughs>
0: yes, I'm ready. So let me know. And, you know, we're still trying to get Pam Forrester back from a galaxy far, far away. She went there, too, like a couple of weeks, three weeks ago. And I mean, I just she's thought... doing like a really long extended uh, stay dude, in she's, space. I don't, even, <laughs> like, I don't know if she got like his zapped away. I don't know what happened. I haven't seen her. So No, we'll definitely talk. That'll be awesome. Because I want to hear your accent for the whole show, too, by the way. And so. that's
2: um, this October, so <laughs> like in a couple back months. Back. Is that right? Sorry, Scott. So it's it's a you said it was this October, so like a couple months away, right?
3: Yes, it's about seventy six days, I think. Nice,
0: give or take a couple hours. You're you're not excited. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, you've got to have those countdowns on. Oh, absolutely. You know, go book those ADRs. Oh, absolutely.
0: Now let me ask you this: Are you gonna are you doing any of the cosplay or any of that stuff? for the you know like some people get so into it, are you, you do any of that stuff? Like I've seen people doing.
3: We are definitely going to do a little bit. Um, we have to be wary of the luggage limits oh, flying true. so far. Yeah. But um, yes, we're. I'm going with a, a friend of mine that is a huge Star Wars fan, and he is planning on booking us the photo shoot. So yes, there will be costumes involved. <laughs> yes,
0: that's great. Yes. Oh my gosh, I, that is going to be so awesome! I can't. The thing is, like you heard about—that's all you heard about on every podcast and every blog and all that—for probably two or three weeks. And I'll be honest, like you haven't heard anything about it. I would say for the past month. And it's kind of scary that it's, it's kind of gone under the radar, which is which because is, like no one
2: has left it, Mike, because that's maybe that's why, and I, maybe that's why I mean, came maybe back. I mean,
0: Pam Forster hasn't been on the show in a month. I don't know. Ever since she went.
3: <laughs> maybe he's having too good a time. Oh, that, She's staying that, in a, by a galaxy far, far away. That's how
0: she rolls. She's like, you know what? I I love you, Mike, but you know what the real world and, uh you know, uh, Batu or wherever they're going is way more fun than doing a show. So I'm yeah. selling my microphone. I don't know.
2: I'll ask <laughs> so I know you talked about doing a, a trip report, but I'm curious about the pre-trip report. So there's got to be more than just this. That you're going to fly from Sydney. So so are you staying anywhere else at Walt Disney World on this trip?
3: Yes, we are. We've uh, I've actually got a huge trip coming up. So I'll be there for about a week with my partner, and we're doing Coronado Resort after the Halcyon. And then yes. another friend of mine from the UK is flying in, and she and I are at Art of Animation for another 11 days.
2: Wow. Nice. Yeah, and
3: that's the, a big one. So there's a um, there's no, a
2: listener in the chat that's normally here calls in very often that his son will be working at Art of Animation uh, when you're there. So we'll, we'll have to connect and be on the lookout for, for Mr. Hugh when you're at Art of Animation. Yes.
3: Absolutely, yes. That would be amazing.
0: That is so, yeah, so.
3: so. That's, a,
2: that's a great trip. So 11 nights at Art of Animation and then like a week at Coronado. Then you got the two for the Star Wars. I mean, so, I mean, we're talking like 20, we're a three week trip essentially right now.
3: Yes, that's true. But we're flying a long way and uh, everything. Yeah. This is the third time we've booked. It was all booked before COVID and we've pushed it back. This is the third time. So we're making it count just Absolutely. curious
0: how long how long's that flight to to get over to orlando from where you are
3: so it's going to be about 14 hours to la and then uh, the hop across the country that's another what 5 or 6 hours wow
0: Man, I, and I thought flying to Disneyland was a long flight. We we stopped in Denver. <laughs> I'm not used to that. I don't know if I could take it. No, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be comfortable. I mean, it's totally worth it once you're there. That's why you stay for a long time, though. That that'd be that's the reason.
3: Absolutely, that is why. Uh, I also wanted to mention too. Apparently, they've started doing just like the Disney cruises. They do Facebook groups for the Halcyon. So if you're going on your particular dates, you can look for a Facebook group and join and get to know the people that are on your sail cruise.
0: <laughs> That's a great idea because you're in there. You know, I, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, they, they sell it as a cruise. It's a land-based cruise. It's an experience as a voyage. And those, those Facebook groups are very helpful because when you walk into the ex- well, you know not onto the ship in this case. Well, you are going onto the ship into the experience. You're already going to know some people, and you can have some pre-planned activities, and you know the meet and greets happen a lot more quickly. I, I like that idea. So, what what's happening in your group? Anything that uh, that sounds like it's going to be fun? Please tell me. Like, you got to at least help me. Have you ever been on a cruise, like a regular cruise? No,
3: only a Disney cruise.
0: Okay. Well, no, that's so fine. I,
3: you booked it for me. Okay. Though, okay. Actually. Good. Just tell
0: me this though. <laughs> tell me this though. Please tell me, fish extenders have not made it to space. Please. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. Not
3: so far, not that I've seen.
0: Don't let it happen in your group, or else I will find you. Because those are just <laughs> pain in the butt sometimes to haul 300 gifts <laughs> across the across the world. So let's don't make I'll that happen.
3: <laughs> I'll give everybody Vegemite and kill it immediately <laughs> yeah, for you. I'll do something <laughs> like that.
0: Just saying, let's don't start that trend in outer space. No, but so what What are you guys doing in your group? I love that idea, though, that everybody can get to know each other pre-trip.
3: Yeah, I thought it was really cool, too. But it seems like it uh, hasn't quite, the word hasn't gotten out. So I thought I'll call the show. This is the right community. Everybody here. Has all the connections and is so lovely in spreading the word. So I was like, this is definitely the place I need to um, let people know.
0: I'm going to bring that up on the uh, regular shows too this week, so that if folks are going and somebody's on this particular sailing, they can look for that group. And uh, so, how, is there a particular name? Like, how would you find it on Facebook? Because sometimes it's kind of hard to find groups.
3: I literally just typed in um, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser and my dates, okay. and then a group came up
0: yeah so real quick before we get out of here because we are kind of running up against the uh, the top of the hour here um what other things do you have going on that, that you're really looking forward to on this trip i mean santa coronado that's a great hotel art of animation you're gonna have that great access to epcot and the studios with the skyliner but any uh any meals that you're looking forward to or any special events outside of halcyon
3: yeah i'm um, building a lightsaber is Huge on my uh, priority list. Very excited about that. And I think meals wise, um, I've never done the breakfast over at, um, oh gosh, it's escaping me. In Epcot with Chippendale. Uh,
2: Garden Grill. Oh,
0: the so good. Garden, Garden Grill. Grill.
3: So I want to do that one. And uh, Topolino's as well. I've heard obviously great things from everyone there. So.
0: You are doing it right. Yeah, we gotta talk when you get back. Because I mean this is gonna be great you're meeting your friend from the UK. And the, so many cool aspects to this. You're coming from Australia, meeting friends from the UK, staying at a few different hotels and doing all these great meals. Yeah. And I need a
2: light. Just definitely like take you know this too. Just definitely take some time to slow down, enjoy the moment, because that's gonna be a really fun and exciting trip for sure. I'm ex- I feel like I want to book a trip now. You know, like Mike, I'm always looking for an excuse to go down, but same, same. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Let's we'll do it. Same. Well, hey,
0: that is so amazing that you listen down in Australia. That is so cool. And uh, I don't know if I'll ever get down there, but your city looks amazingly beautiful. I always see the Sydney Opera House every time I ride soaring, and that airplane always buzzes past my head. <laughs> I'm always looking over at the Opera House until the last second because, and I've always seen it. I've seen an amazing race a few times. I've always said I want to get down there someday to check out that part of the world because everybody seems very friendly and it just seems beautiful. So someday I'm going to make it down there, but it's, it, it's nice knowing I have a friend down there already. That is so cool.
3: Absolutely. Yes. You made it to Disneyland, so it's just clearly next on the list.
0: <laughs> That's right. Just, I mean, I'm halfway there already. I've made it to the just West a little,
3: coast. <laughs> Just a little bit further. You got it, Mike.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling and don't be a stranger. And, uh, you know, call us before you head down in October and, uh, that definitely when you get back, we'll talk.
3: Sounds great! Thank you so well, much. Happy Monday. Have a great night, man. <laughs> all right, have a great yeah, have week. A great week. <laughs> that's exactly
0: right. <laughs> Take Thank care. You. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, how cool is that, Scott? We wrapped Dude, up with the a call from Calls tomorrow. were awesome today. Like, and we those, got a call from. Great. We got a call from tomorrow. Like it's Sunday night. We've already talked to Monday.
2: Yeah, let's talk time. to the future.
0: <laughs> that's so crazy. All right, well, that's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget, next week we're going to do it all again. But Scotty G is going to be at Liberty Tree Tavern. Living his best life, so it's just going to be you and me and the phones. So give me a call next Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central. I may try to squeeze in a guest co-host here in the studio. We'll see what we can do. I don't know; it depends. Uh, will I have Mike,
2: an, Mr. Mike Bankhead could be a good.
0: We are actually episode. going to do that. It's a good. I was going to bring that up earlier when the phone came. When the phone lit up, was that we are going to have a special lizard race? season preview for this race season. We're going to take your calls about all things run Disney, all things be our guest podcast lizards with Mike Bankhead on a Sunday night. I'm just waiting for Mike to confirm the date so that we can get Mike on. He'll be taking your calls. I'll be taking them. Scott will be here hopefully that weekend too. And uh, we can all three, if you have any questions about training, about the races, about register, well, registrations will be done by then. but the logistics of when you get down to the race weekend expos, you know, meetups, all that kind of stuff. Just we're going to have a whole show dedicated to run Disney and, and the Lizards. So it'll be coming up here uh, soon, too. All right. We're going to get out of here. Don't forget. The Magic for Less Travel is who sponsors all this fun stuff. So please use them for your next Disney trip. They're over at themagicforless.com. Click through that Amazon link. If you're buying anything on Amazon, really, it just takes one extra click and it takes you right back to the site. But we get a little commission on all the purchases. So, again, it's com slash Amazon. And a huge thank you to the patrons of the show. You make all this possible. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. Just go over to patreon.com slash podcast. Give Scott a follow. It's a great time to do that right now tonight because he'll be having lots of content here very soon. He's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at be our Guest Mike, and I'd love to say hello this week, so please give me a follow over there. And, of course, follow the show on Facebook and uh, YouTube, so you can get all the uh, alerts every time we go live, and you can give us a call and we can talk Disney. All right, we're gonna get out of here and we'll be back in this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Podcasts coming your way as always, and we appreciate you listening. Thanks for being a part of the community. We're spreading all around the world, love it. Australia tonight for Scott. I'm Mike. Wishing you a great Sunday night or a great Thursday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.